From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No. No, it's just what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Hi! Hi. Cheers! Cheers. (laughs) And welcome! Welcome to episode 40, 40, 50, 30, 42. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Why do I feel so much further away from you today? I feel like I really had to stretch my arms to cheers our shot. I don't know. I told you my back pillows are off. So. Maybe I'm usually further ahead. Oh man, yeah, we're 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 all discombobulated <laughs> today. Uh, cheers, cheers. Oof. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Kim provided us with a. Ooh, ooh, it's still happening. <laughs> Kim provided us with a strictly podcast whiskey. Yeah, don't let anyone else drink that shit. Oh, That's podcast whiskey. No, I'm gonna put a label on it. Back it says off, podcast bitches. whiskey. Podcast whiskey? It's already hit me. <laughs> already day drunk. <laughs> um, hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I missed I'm so you. Fucking good, dude. Me too. Great. Yeah. Why are you, why are you good? Mm, let's see. I started uh, hot yoga again. Nice. Which just turns Feels me good. into a different person. Yeah. Feels it's, good. And that is an Bernsey. That is another thing that you introduced me to. I mean. Obviously, we knew what Bikram and hot yoga was from college, but like I hadn't tried it until you were doing it several years ago and I did it just on a whim and it is to this day the only thing that helps my knees. 
That's it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, I just like to bring good things to the world. I know. And then introduce it to you, people. Make you feel good. And then you got me excited about boxing. You're oh, just, yeah. Yeah. You're I'm my girl. Innovator. You are. <laughs> um, but it's just so fucking expensive that it's like, you know, it's it's difficult use to maintain. Word anymore. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> it is something uh, else I'm going to bring to your life. Yeah. Um, it's luxury. Yeah. So it's I'm premium. I'm super excited about that. I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. That's so great. Congrats. Thank you. I've been doing a thing. Maybe you'll start doing it one day. We'll I guess see, probably. But- <laughs> <laughs> Where I um, I'm doing an experiment. For six months. I do love science. Where I'm going to visualize every day for a half hour. Ooh. At least five days a week, but the goal is every day, but just so I don't beat myself up. Right, right, right. You know. So, yeah. And it's been fucking cool. Maybe I'll try it as well. I've only been doing it for like a week and a half, and I already like, I'm like, feels great. That's <laughs> awesome. Maybe I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Because it's like, what if this shit really works? And like, yeah, the worst thing that could happen is that I'm in the same place I am from, you know, six months from now. Exactly. So. Which is my best friend, and it's a great place to be. <laughs> so, oh, we should talk about. We went to Monster Palooza. Oh my god, we haven't got to record yet. We were, I think, we recorded like right before we went. So yeah. it was like, <gasps> we met Burpsman. We met Burpsman. He was the we first Burpsman. He was the first person we met, basically, Aww. at Monster Palooza. It's like he was waiting for us yeah. and greeted us Sweet there. Little baby, he was he was so cute, I and he to, didn't murder us. He didn't murder us. I tried to date him. He he was silent, the the strong silent type. But I'm sure he would have had a British accent. If- <laughs> oh, he! I bet he does <laughs> I bet under he does. there. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, my name is Baby Burpsman. May I stab you with this candy cane? <laughs> oh my gosh, we should do a play about Baby Burpsman. <laughs> yeah, it was so much fun. I still am upset. Well, like I look at their Insta feed every day. The peculiar julia and creepy so-and-so oh i will i need to remember i feel like <laughs> such an idiot i look every single day ghoulish something i don't know i'll post it because yeah i have to share it. i got a michael myers ring that i'm gonna post about yeah, too. yeah yeah so we'll we'll post some of the really cool vendors that we that we saw and some of the makeup tutorials or not tutorials but yeah. uh you know where they show you how they do the special effects makeup it was fucking not so yeah it was really fun oh and <laughs> should we tell my embarrassing story oh my god <laughs> yes i this was one of the best moments of my life and one of the most embarrassing for kim um, most embarrassing so but i i will start and then you sort of fill in based on how your brain was moving okay. at this moment <laughs> So we're standing at the dread dread, dread table, table yeah. and we're talking to John Condit, who's a super cool guy, and we're just talking about the movies that they have laid out. And I say to a dude standing there who was having trouble deciding what DVD to get, I said, we've seen the Gollum. It's it's really good. Yeah. Kim is standing next to me silently, but just sort of looking at the person that I'm talking to and then you take it from there so then that happens that guy goes away I'm pretty sure and okay. that, that was just like a random dude and then we're talking to John and somehow oh we're talking about the DVDs and he's like oh they had a documentary on Kane Hodder, Hodder yes who played Jason, Jason there and he's like oh I you know have to mention that because he was at Monster Palooza doing signings and stuff right. and I was like and then he was like actually the director of of said documentary is right here at the end of the table 
And I was like, and then I just start talking. Words start falling out of my mouth. And I'm like, oh, hi. I think I went on a date with your roommate. Do you have roommates? I, what? <laughs> to which she responds, I have a couple roommates. What's his name? And Kim goes, I don't I know. Don't I don't remember. <laughs> it, was all, it all happened so quickly. And I didn't expect any of it. I don't know. You guys know how many dates I go on. It's a lot. I, uh, and then... I was like, um, well, the only reason I'm saying is because he gave me, I, I was like, we have a podcast, a horror podcast, and he gave me, he this gave me a mask. Talking, he gave the me the mask, the Jason mask. He right. gave me a signed Jason mask from, from Kane Hodder, right. who, who from your documentary. And he's like, oh, so and so says the name. And I'm like, yes, that's it. Like, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I heard that story. Oh, fuck. It was just and so I was great. Like, I, I just appreciated it so much. It was great. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I just, uh, I just took a little half step back from the table just so I could get a good view of the proceedings. And I just watched. It was so great. It was I love it. Very unexpected. But yeah. yeah. So when I definitely talked about it on the podcast, right? That, yeah, for sure, that mm-hmm. I got the Jason mm-hmm. mask. So now I'm at the, the director of the movie who the Jason mask was originally from signed by Kane Hattard still the best gift that any first date has ever yeah. given me if I I don't know how it could get better than that really just been a fly on the wall for when his roommate went home and said I met someone today oh, God. <laughs> in my defense we met one time yes like, and you were also on the spot of like very what's his spot. name yeah. like I I am sure that you do in fact I know you remember the guy's name it was more like, just as soon like as he said it I was like oh yeah 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 uh, yeah. But also, like, how often do you, like, use someone's name or, I, I don't know, like, <laughs> I'll, now, I'll just stop talking. You know, yeah, I was going to say, do you want to just pass that shovel over to me? Because I think you're done digging. All right. Well, um, <laughs> speaking of dates, I have another story for you. Great. So last we talked, I was dating a British guy and another guy that was kind of, like, spiritually. Okay. And British guy has since ghosted me. What the fuck? Yeah. I haven't been, like, straight ghosted in a long time. And so I was like. Like at one point, I literally was like, "How was this? How was this? Are we still talking? I'm not sure." <laughs> and then he didn't reply, and I was like, "I'll take that as a I'll no." Take that as a no. <laughs> what the and then, fuck? Um, and then, so I'm still talking to the other guy, and he's kind of winning me over a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Is that the singer? Yeah, Got yeah. It. Okay, but I did have another date set up this past week that kind of a while, from a while ago. So I went on that date and. In the middle of it, he somehow is like talking about, you know, I guess maybe what we're looking for is defining the relationship, I guess, which he said DTR. And I was like, I've never DTR. heard that before. And he was like, yeah. oh, it's like a school, middle school thing or something. I was like, we didn't say that on the yeah. East Coast, I guess. No. Because is he, he's what nationality? Uh, I British, don't know, but he's obviously. from LA. Oh, he's from no, LA. No, no, no. Okay. He's from LA. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So D- DTF? No, DTR. that's a t- <laughs> That's a different one. No, that one D- I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DTF D- I know. DTR. DTR apparently means to find the relationship. Okay. And he says something along the lines of like, you know, oh, so like you're looking for something romantic or not just friends because that's what you are for me or something along those lines because I'm already in a relationship. No. And I was like, come again? What? Can you say what? And he's like, yeah, I'm in an open relationship. And I was like, wait, what? What the? F- 
And Shouldn't he's like, that, like but be I'm kind on his of profile. Right. And he's like, I'm kind of new to like actually going on dates though. And he's like, and I wasn't sure like people, different people say different things about whether you should say it in advance or not. Right. And so he like by the end of it, he was like, I'm sorry that you were kind of like my guinea pig of like not saying it. You right. know what I mean? Because I was like, like yeah. um, I'm going to say from my perspective, you should say it. Yeah. I mean, in a weird way. It's interesting because I wouldn't have gone on the date. Of course not. And also your profile says what you are looking for. I mean, it says I'm looking for something legit, which is just like me trying to be like a cool way of like, you're like Mm. an easygoing way of being like, I'm looking for something real. But that's pretty clear to me. Right? You would think so. That's pretty clear. Anyway, but it like turns out we live around the corner from each other. And now he like listens to the podcast. (laughs) But I fucking told him I was telling this story. I was like, fuck you. You owe me. I'm yeah, telling this goddamn story. Totally. I don't give a fuck. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know. So now that you've DTR'd, are you DTF as well? Or? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no. no. That's too, it's too complicated. It's yeah. I don't want that. I want my own person. Yeah. And no, no judgment for anyone for no, whom do that works, but I, I'm just, I'm not that person. Um, and then something else happened that night, too, where a friend of mine that I had gotten a beer with before him told me something that I, I just don't want to share it specifically on the air, but I will tell you, Hedren. But um, everybody. It, was, <laughs> it was like a thing that basically a long time ago, he said there was like he had a bet that I was and he like wanted me to help him. Like he lost the bet and then he wanted me to help him do something. And I just like kept not doing it. Like I didn't want to. Yeah. And turns out like there was no bet and it was just like something he really wanted to do. And he was like apologizing for kind of like trying to trick me. Wow. Um, but it was a little like remember in college, like we'll just bleep it. tricked a bunch of like theater major girls into doing like weird foot fetish videos with him because yep. he was like, oh, they're for film school. Right. Which we um, were all in, so it was completely reasonable that yeah someone would be doing some weird artsy project yeah. having to do with feet. Yeah, so it was like similar to that, not like a sexual thing at all, but it was just like a weird thing. And so like that that came out like that night too when I got home from the date, and I was like, "What is happening? Yeah, what is happening? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> I don't know. That's fucking weird. Yeah, this was a, it was a lot all at once. That's that's a lot. But we're still we're still talking to woo woo singer. Yeah, we're supposed to go out tonight. Great. But yeah, but I was super like, I'm not like, you know, not like kink shaming anyone or whatever. Like I was like, yeah, you do you. It sounds like something you should explore. But I just got to be honest. I don't think it's for me. Yeah. You just got to be honest with other people about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your kink may not be their kink and they may be kinked in another way. (laughs) (laughs) And then your kinks get all kinked and you're going to like now you're all just tangled up. (laughs) Too many kinks. <laughs> Too many kinks. Um, uh, do we have so, yeah. any reviews? Oh, we do. Fuck, we do. Where's my phone? Dee 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 This is from a person. <laughs> I think we have our song. Name you can just go right into it. This name <laughs> that I'm finding. And this is person's name <laughs> is... <laughs> XO 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 four two eight five. That sounded like XO 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 four two eight five. Woohoo! XO 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 four two eight five. Woohoo! Oh, that was a really good one. That one just came really organically right out of our hearts. That was so fun. Oh, and the title of their thing is so fun. What is it? Their review is is so fun. Oh, and that's what I. Oh, oh, I don't know. I thought you were saying. 
the the title of their review is so fun and let oh, me tell you the so fun, fun. No. <laughs> just it just is so fun yeah guys we are it's, quote so fun end quote <laughs> <laughs> who what did you put in this whiskey <laughs> more whiskey <laughs> I'm just fucking flying high, bro. I visualized this morning and I'm like, woo. I love it. Life Um, is good. So I'm really excited about. Me too. Okay. Oh, side note. Back to the open relationship dude. He also told me that about two years ago, someone named Jordan Peele (laughs) came into his business that he has. Stop. And was like, I'm maybe it was like two or three years ago, I guess at this point, but and was like, yeah, I really want to try to create like a new horror genre, <gasps> like social horror. Oh, my fucking And all these God. things. And they ended up not working together. But then a little while later, a little he movie called stuff? Get Out. Holy happened. shit. Yeah. That's fucking And I was awesome. like, shut the fuck up. So I think, okay, so you're going to be in love with this movie from my telling of it. But then when we dive down some rabbit holes in the postmortem for this uh-huh. one, you're going to be like, your mind's going to oh, explode. Oh, we really find out what everything means. Yeah. Ooh. And I'll share like a couple things. Cause you know, Eric, like I went to see it for the second time with him and uh-huh. like, he's like the rabbit hole master. Like he's like, oh, right. let's, yeah, he let's fucking dive deep, deep dive. down. So I already know some things, but how is taking notes in the dark movie theater? So Eric's a genius. <laughs> um, he gave me a big notebook and uh-huh. a Sharpie. Okay. Yeah. You because like- you can... <laughs> 100 right. pages of notes because yeah because With no more than 10 words on each page <laughs> but it's because you can kind of see this on the white paper okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was like don't try to write on the back of pages right you just, just keep, yeah so you're just constantly like the people near you are like can you stop turning pages yes. ma'am so i got seat. you're like turn turn turn, turn. <laughs> so i got a seat all the way in the back Okay. Too. Because also sharpies are loud. Yeah, dude, they're loud. You were just making so much noise I in there. Know. It's like a tense horror movie, and you're like, scratch, 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 scratch. Page turn, scratch, 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 scratch. Page turn. Literally, what was happening? <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, but you know, oh, and then anything, you typed him up. Look at you. I did. She's anything, a fancy lady. Anything people. for the PCAST. Is yeah. that a new? I'm not sure. I'll see myself. We'll decide. Out. <laughs> we can't. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe you could say it. I might, um, we'll see. We'll see. If you haven't figured it out yet, I'm telling Kim about us. Yay! And not like me and Kim, like the movie Us. <laughs> nope. We're actually going to spend two hours talking about ourselves. Uh, our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> where it started, <laughs> where it's been, where it is now. How'd we get here? Okay. So, Kim, for this dead or alive, I am mm-hmm. going to give you the IMDB names because you will learn later why it is important for me to give you the IMDb names rather than what I was calling them in my notes. Okay. So, Dead or Alive, Adelaide, played by Lupita. It's fine. Okay, yeah. I actually thought when you said the IMDb names, you were going to give me the actor names. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Lupita, Adelaide is, um, fuck. I think she's dead. Okay. Red. Dead. Kitty. Alive. Josh. Alive. Jason. Alive. Lindsay. Alive. (laughs) Low. Dead. 
Gabe. Bed. Abe. Ah! <laughs> um, alive. Dahlia. Uh, alive. Tex. Dead. Umbre. Umbre. Girl. Oh. Good to know. Yeah. I thought it not was ombre. I thought it was it's ombre. Like umbre. Joey Tribbiani selling <laughs> selling cologne. Yeah, it's style. Joey Tribbiani, yeah. alive. Uh, I don't even know where we are anymore. Becca. Alive. How many fucking characters are there? Thirty trillion. This is not fair. No, I'm it's gonna fair. lose based on just this dead or alive. Nix. Girl. Alive. Zora. Dead. Pluto. Alive. How many uh, was that for real? It was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. That's some garbage bullshit. <laughs> Sorry, that's how many characters there were. I don't know what to tell you. I, All right, I've already lost. <laughs> All right, so the whole thing is out of thirty-four points. You just spent more than half of those points on dead or alive. You can do it. You can do it. I believe in you. All right, so you ready? This isn't even fair. The, so the the uh, screen opens up on just text. And the text says the following. Countless miles of empty tun- tunnels crisscross the underbelly of the United States. Some are abandoned subway platforms. Others just service ramps. And then there are those we don't even know about. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so now we open on a 1980s TV screen and we're seeing like cheesy commercials of dudes like dancing down the boardwalk holding a boombox to their ear. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cheesy oh, 80s shit. Amen. Then we see an ad for Hands Across America. Do you, do you know what Hands Across America was? Because it's, it's like before our time, but it's like a pretty I famous reference. I vaguely recall, but if you have an explanation, I'll take it. So it was a demonstration to benefit something. Was like AIDS? I think it was AIDS. I'm not, I think it was AIDS. And everyone held hands? It literally held hands across America. Did we do that for America. a day in school? I, I, don't re- I don't remember it as something that I did. But I, I vaguely like, recall maybe holding hands with everyone and taking a picture. May, we would have been really little. Maybe not then. That yeah, might have been, been something been else. Really little. Okay, so that's what we're seeing. Now we cut to the Santa Cruz Fair. So it's like, you know, Ferris wheels and whack a mole and, you know, fair games and things like that. And there's a little girl walking behind her parents who are not getting along like she can see and hear them arguing up Mm -hmm. in front of her she's holding like a big red candy apple and the dad wants to win her a prize like he's you know shooting some bottles or some shit and he wins her a thriller t-shirt and she puts it on right away and he like bends down to her like holding the thriller t-shirt with this like cute little scrunched up face like just being like you're so cute here's your prize and it was really sweet So now that she's walking behind them again, holding her big giant candy apple, and the parents are up front fighting not very discreetly, fighting about um, how he wants to get another beer and she's giving him shit for it. And then at one point she's like, hey, they're shooting a movie over there. Why don't you go be an extra? And he's like, can you ever get off my back about like getting a job? Like ever. And the dad is then like, I want to go play whack-a-mole. So they go over to the whack-a-mole thingy and the mom asks the little girl, hey, I have to go to the bathroom. Why don't you come with me? And she says, I don't I don't want to. 
And she's like, no, come with me. And the dad's like, I can watch her. Like, it's fine. So she's like, okay. Sure enough, mom walks away. Dad gets distracted playing whack-a-mole. She walks down to the beach. So this Santa Cruz fair, it would be as if the fair was happening along the boardwalk. Boardwalk. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ocean City. Santa Monica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Santa Monica Pier. Yeah, yeah, Or Ocean City. Yeah, yeah. And so she turns to the ocean and decides to take a walk down to the ocean. And she passes some people. She passes like a couple that's like feeding each other French fries. And she passes some of the rides and sees people on the rides. And then she passes like this hippie dude with long blonde hair who's holding a sign that says Jeremiah 1111. And she just goes down the little stairs to where the like the actual sand mm-hmm, and beaches. Mm-hmm. And she sees that there is a fun house with the entrance that's like on the beach. Like you you're walking in sand right up into the entrance of the fun house. Okay. And it says vision quest. Find yourself. So she drops the apple in the sand and she walks in. And it's this sort of the theme is like a dark like forest scape or native american theme and at one point an owl yeah. pops out an owl yeah okay. it's like an animatronic owl that like as you uh-huh. walk it like pops out and it's like whoo whoo uh-huh. she's like Bleh. um so she keeps walking around and then she finds herself in a room of mirrors but it's like a pretty dark fun house like it's definitely like not lights up kind right, of fun right, house yeah. well then those lights go out ooh And it's just the exit signs that are lit up. So she sees an exit sign and she walks towards it and bam, walks into a mirror. So she's like, fuck, that's okay. Now I'm really confused. Like, I really can't tell where I am. So she looks around and sees that there's exit signs everywhere because it's a hall of mirrors. mirrors, And she starts whistling like to calm herself. Like you can tell that she's really nervous and she just kind of starts. How old is she? Like maybe eight. She's pretty young. Ten to thirty-five. Ten to thirty-five. Yeah. No more. I would say closer to like (laughs) five to ten. Five to ten. Yeah. Five to ten. Okay. Yeah. She's a baby. Seven. Five to ten. She's five to ten. Five to ten. Give me a little whistle. Give me like a calming yourself whistle. (laughs) That's that's about what it is. So she's whistling to herself, kind of trying to figure out which exit sign is the real exit. When she hears someone else start whistling exactly what she's no whistling no she's kind of backing up kind of like trying to like back up to get a whole scope of the room she's backing up into her mirror and we see the reflection of the back of her until we realize it's not a reflection there's a little girl standing back to back with her that looks exactly like her Mm mm-hmm The camera then goes to the little girl's face and we see a look of horror come over her. To our little girl. Okay. Bam. Opening credits. (laughs) So the opening credits start zoomed in on a white rabbit in a cage and it slowly zooms out to this like super creepy music that I actually tried to find. Like it sounds like it's being sung in Latin and it's very like choral or like Gregorian, but like I I really want to know like what the actual song was. I couldn't find it, so I'm still looking. Why don't you sing a little for me? Santos, hore, santos, hore, so 
<laughs> that, was actually, that was actually like pretty much exact actually <laughs> I, I bet it is <laughs> I bet it is so we see that as the credits are going like the camera is zooming out and it's not just one rabbit in a cage it's like a wall of rabbits in separate cages okay. up against the wall and that made me sad and I I didn't like it song playing is creepy because Got rabbits it. were in their home what rabbits were in their cages yeah yeah but they were really small cages they could not they clearly couldn't be enjoying themselves they didn't have enough space to hop around i didn't see anyone tending to them it was very (laughs) upsetting Mm -hmm. so now we are in present day and we're in a car with a family driving to their vacation home and it's lupita and it's lupita she's love her you're not even ready for her i love her so much so then there's gabe who's played by i realized i called him mbaku the entire time that i was typing this and then i realized that's not a reference you know he played mbaku in black panther and he would like stole the fucking show like he's not i mean a, i he's saw a, black panther you did i don't see know black panther is though he's I mean, I don't you know people's names okay he's like the rival Not up on all of the marvel or if that even is marvel or dc <laughs> did you, you guys see that? come down i did watch you, roy white jr's <laughs> like that was actually very helpful i was yeah. like cool i'm in i'm i i'm you completely know updated eric sent her like a like a, a video that was somebody just if you need to like catch roy up white on jr. from like the daily show <laughs> yeah Eric was like, a, I was like, you should send that to Kim. It's like a three minute catch up on every single Marvel, Marvel movie that's ever been made. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> we'll, we'll post it. It's really it funny. funny. But M'Baku plays like the rival tribe leader that ends up being helpful to them. Like initially they're rivals, but he like stole the show. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I wasn't sure if you knew the reference. So his actual name is Gabe. Yeah. In the movie, I, which is I fine. Can't picture it at the moment. Yeah. It was a long time ago. His name is Gabe. Then we have their daughter, Zora who's like 15-ish, and their son, Jason, who's 12-ish. Okay. They're super cute family. The kids are asleep in the back. They pull into the driveway of their vacation home, and Gabe turns around. He's like a really funny, dorky, glasses-wearing dad, and he's like, shh, wake up! <laughs> and the kids like are startled, and it's super cute. He's like really dorky. Aww. He reminds me of my dad. He's so cute. Cute. So now they're sitting at the dinner table because they like just got in from a long drive. They're all eating like fast food and they're just kind of talking around the table. Jason is super into like magic tricks and he has this like little flicker thing where like what I think it's supposed to do is it's supposed to look like you've conjured fire out of your hands because it's like basically a little lighter, but it like isn't working. So it's just him like keep he just keeps flicking it. And he also has this like monkey mask or this like werewolf mask or something that he wears all the time, like a plastic mask. Okay. And he wears it all the time. And so Lupita's like masks off at the table. So he like just puts it on his head, like lifts it it up. up. Yeah. Yeah. And Zora is like a typical little like shit teenager, like a cool kid, but like she's 15. So she's like super shitty. Doesn't care. Um, I like that name Zora. Isn't it cute? I really like it. And you, when you hear about like who she is as a person, you're going to like it even more. Mm. So she's talking about how she doesn't want to do track and field anymore. And mm. Mbak, or Gabe is like, no, like you need to do it. Like, it's cool. Like you should do it. And she's like, I just want to hang out with my friends. And he's like, your friends suck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but he's not, he's cool. Like he's just being yeah. like, don't like give up on shit just because you're a shitty teenager is basically yeah. what he's saying. And he's like, and you should run on the beach. Like that's the best place to like, you know, get better at running. 
For sure. Then Gabe is talking about how they're going to meet their friends at the Santa Cruz beach tomorrow. Their friends happen to be Elizabeth Moss, who is Kitty, because I put her in the Dead or Alives, but I Um, refer to her as M the whole time, because E.M., Elizabeth Moss, I didn't know her name was Kitty. They, They, like, I don't remember them ever saying her name, so it's M is Kitty, Elizabeth Moss. Josh. I'm having a hard time with that. M. Elizabeth Moss. Done. The end. I believe in you. Can't we call her Elizabeth Moss? Yeah, we can call her Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> Who Moss. is also my girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and also. If not my number one girl. Will be more your girl after this. Like maybe my favorite. Yeah. She fav- will continue like, to be your favorite. So I'll then we her. have her husband, Josh, who is played by Eric Heidecker, Tim or Eric Heidecker from the like Tim and Eric's fabulous show or Tim whatever. The- show? Yeah. I love that you're like, <laughs> his name is, <laughs> it's one of his those. His name is Eric Heidecker, Tim or Eric Heidecker, because he's in the Tim and Eric show. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> so he's Tim and or Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And he plays like, this was a really cool part for him. I'm not going to say why. Because he's like, we just know him as like kind of a goofy, weirdo goof goof. And mm. he's still that. But also I'm like, oh, bitch has chops. Okay. Oh, good. I haven't actually watched the Tim and Eric show. I just like have heard of it a it's lot. So, so stupid. I don't have like a good reference. We should get, but it's fine. We should get drunk one night and just watch, watch the it. Tim and Eric show. <laughs> and then they have two shitty twin daughters. Two like little blonde twin daughters that and are Zora's age. How are they? Oh, Zora's age. Okay. Yeah. Lupita is not into it like she's she she doesn't say anything but you can tell that she's like I don't want to do this and we don't know why oh okay flashback to Lupita as a little girl again the night that so the little girl that we met in the beginning that was Lupita Lupita. okay yeah so we have a flashback and it's Lupita playing in a doctor's office like a child psychologist and she's like playing it like at like a little dollhouse or like a little toy thing while her parents are in the other room talking to the therapist, but the door is open so she can hear mm-hmm. everything that they're saying. And the dad is like, she was only lost for 15 minutes. And the mom's like, we have no idea what happened to her in those 15 minutes. And the doctor says, you know, even 15 minutes can be very traumatic for a child, like not knowing where her parents are or being lost. And the mom is like, how do we get her talking again? Like, I just, oh, I just shit. want my little girl back. Mm-hmm. And the doctor says, just you know, encourage her to draw or dance if she likes to dance, just anything to help her tell her story because mm. you're not going to be able to like push her to talk. To speak, yeah. So now we flash back or we cut back to present day and we're back at the beach house and Lou Lupita is laying on the couch reading a book and she's really trying to like get it through to Gabe. She's like, I don't want to go to the Santa Cruz beach tomorrow. She's like, we have a beach here and he's like that's not a beach that's like the bay like it's like it's not a beach and he's like I mean I guess I can disappoint Kitty and Josh and I know Jason was like really looking forward to it but it's fine I guess and finally Lupita's like okay fine we will go but we're leaving before it gets even close to dark Mm. and he's like great and he's like all happy he's like give me a kiss and she's like no I hate you (laughs) but I love you you. Um, so now it's bedtime and Lou is looking for Jason and she's she asks Zora, like, where's your brother? And Zora's shitty 15 year old. She's like, I don't know. 
So Lou goes down to the basement to look for him and she finds an old stuffed toy of a little white rabbit, which is kind of where we're sure that like this was her childhood house. So she finds this little white rabbit and she kind of just like picks it up and is just like touching it. Now we go back upstairs and we see that Jason has jumped out and he scares Zora and Zora gets really pissed and like chases after him and he runs into a closet and he props it open with a little toy truck. Zora sees that he's run into the closet and propped it open. So she kicks the truck in. This locks him in the closet. This happens to be a closet that he like keeps getting himself locked in. So Lupita now hears him screaming from the basement and Mm. she goes back upstairs and she lets him out. She's like, you did this last summer. Like, why are you such an idiot? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I propped it open. And she's like, but then you scared your sister. And of course, your sister's going to be a bitch. So this is on you. So the three of them then hear honking. And they're like, what is that? So they go outside. Their house is like on a lake. Okay. And they see Gabe driving a boat like around the lake and he's like honk honk look (laughs) at my boat he's like it's called the crawl daddy Uh, and they're just like such a dork and i love him so much (laughs) and then the engine stalls and he's like oh the you just gotta you just gotta hit it a little bit so it's just him like (laughs) hitting the engine i wish i could picture who he is because like all i can to be honest all that my brain took in from Black Panther was Michael B. Jordan. Oh, right. So and like, honestly, just, okay. Why don't you hard get time. on your phone and Google Mbaku? hard time remembering the other. So, because you're going to, he and plays like, like I a, just want to picture him so uh, it, His name is Duke Winston is his actor name. <laughs> his actor name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Duke Winston. So he plays like a major fucking badass in Black Panther, and he's basically like the opposite oh, in this. He's oh, kind of okay. That was not who, the person I was trying to remember. He's kind of like um, okay. I feel like he's kind of like Jordan Peele's doppelganger in this. In that, if Jordan Peele wasn't the writer, director, producer, Jordan Peele might have played right, right, this right, role. right, for sure. Because he's like kind of kind of doughy and sweet. Is Aww. is this character? I think he plays Kimbo Slice. Wow. Could be. Okay. All right. So he like is trying to hit the engine (laughs) and he like stands up and then he's like, well, at least I got it for cheap. And they're like, dad, you're the dorkiest. (laughs) So now we're in the car. It's the next day. Okay. And we're headed to the beach to meet Elizabeth Moss and Josh and the two shitty twins. Got it. And Jason is still like flicking his little magic trick thing, trying to get it to work. Zora's on her phone and she says something creepy. Like she says something like, do you know that like the human race will be extinct and blah? I don't remember what the fact was, but they were all like, what the fuck? And <laughs> like she was a like, morbid fact. Basically. Yeah. And she was, and she's like, guess nobody cares about the environment, but me. Cool. Like she's just a shit. I loved her. <laughs> And then the song, uh, I Got Five on It, comes on. And Uh they start jamming, I got five on it. And Lou turns around to Jason and she starts snapping, being like, come on, get on rhythm. And he's like jamming with her. And then Jason's like, what is this song about? And Zora's like, it's about drugs. (laughs) And Gabe is like, it's not about drugs. Also, don't do drugs. (laughs) 
<laughs> they're just they're so I'm fucking cute with him. they're so fucking cute so now we have another flashback and it's to little lou in the back of her parents car mm. after she's been found mm-hmm. and they're like fighting about like why weren't you watching her mm-hmm. blah 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 flashback so she kind of keeps just like being taken aback to right. this to this night it's all so much but she's not familiar. yeah but she's not showing it on her face right. like she's in a good mood with her family but she snaps back to present day because the car drives past an ambulance that is putting a body into the ambulance mm-hmm. and the man is dead and his face isn't covered so i'm like emts do your job his eyes are like open and we see that it's the man from Lou's flashback that was holding the sign that said Jeremiah eleven eleven hmm. as an old man. Wow! But it's like him because he's still like got the sign in uh, his hand, okay. and she yeah. recognizes him. Shit! So now they get to the beach, and they're meeting Elizabeth, Josh. You and can the call twins. her M now. I've got Thank it. Thank you. Okay. Got it. Okay, I great. Just, it, so, was, it was too unorganized at sure, first, sure. and now I've wrapped my brain around it all. And, and I really struggled because I was calling them something different in the notes the whole time, and then like my references weren't your references, and then there were names on IMDb that I was like, they never even called them that. Like, it was totally, <laughs> it, was, it was rough. So we're meeting M, Josh, and the twins on the beach. Okay. The twins are like doing cartwheels in the sand. They're clearly like gymnasts or cheerleaders, cheerleaders. or something like that. And like they're, me. You mean? Yeah, like just like you. <laughs> exactly like you. Um, I'm very, very coordinated at, at, yeah. uh, cartwheels. at talking. <laughs> <laughs> cartwheels. Yeah. So they're actually sitting, you know, on the beach by the water, but like behind them is the fun house, you know, several, several paces away, like kind of like the Santa like Monica. The fun house. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Kind of like Santa Monica where it's like, you would have to, you have to walk like pretty far it's like a huge beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah but near the fun house nonetheless niche m is drunk and she and josh are not a fan of each other like they're just <laughs> but like also probably uh, still you know yeah twin girls are shitty teenagers that neither zora nor jason are here for and m is trying to engage with lou and Lou is just she's like I'm I'm sorry I'm just not really interested I just have trouble like talking sometimes like connecting talking mm-hmm. sometimes and Em is she like says that mm-hmm. uh-huh. oh, yeah okay. and Em's like me too I totally get it um she's like do you want to drink and and Lou's like nope no I'm good and she's like really the rosé is really good and she's like no I'm good and then they're kind of talking about how like Em got a little bit of plastic surgery and things like that and then Josh offers Lou a drink as well. And she says no. And M's like, but, you know, I'll have some more. And Josh goes, thirds, huh? Got to give my wife her meds. What do you say? And she goes, um, I hate you. And he goes, that works. <laughs> and Eric turns to me and goes, is that us? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <whoa. laughs> yeah. And so uh, it was it was playful, but it was like they're clearly very different couples because then like at one point M is talking to Lou about how she uh, got plastic surgery and it's like, 
you're such a bitch. Like you'll never need plastic surgery and like stuff. And she's mm-hmm. like, do you miss dancing? And uh, Lou's like, I, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I, I peaked at 14. Like I, I miss it sometimes. And she's like, I really think I could have been a movie star. <laughs> like if I hadn't gotten pregnant with the twins at like exactly the wrong time. I mean, I could have been a movie star. <laughs> she was great. I mean, she's so fucking good. She's she was great. So good. And so now Gabe and Josh are talking about Gabe's boat that he bought uh-huh. and Josh clearly is a boat owner and okay. has like a nicer one they seem like they're pretty wealthy and he's like did you get this did you get the life preserver did you get this and Gabe's like yes yes I got all of it and he's like did you get the flare gun and Gabe's like oh and he's like I knew you'd fucking forget the flare gun and then like it cuts back to whatever so he's just like <laughs> razzing him about the crawl daddy yeah. so it seems like Josh and Gabe are like the friends like that's why they're that's what I get like hanging out with that's these people what I all. gather okay. yeah so the kids Zora's listening to music like sitting kind of f- f- you know off by herself Jason is building tunnels in the sand and gets annoyed because the twins like do a cartwheel into his tunnel and he mm. like gets super upset because they crush it so the twins go over to Zora and they're like your brother is weird jinx double jinx buy me a coke and they're like god fuck off like they just keep saying the same thing over and over again (laughs) they were the worst so then jason gets up to go to the bathroom and again it's like the santa monica beach where it's like you have to go all the way it's like yeah it's like a hike to get back there to use these are porta potties whatever whatever he goes to the porta potties this is actually when M and Lou are talking about, do you miss dancing? Mm-hmm, I could mm-hmm. have been a movie star. The camera comes back to Jason walking towards the bathrooms, which are right next to the fun house. <sighs> Lou does not notice he's gone because she's talking to M. Jason then comes out of the porta potty and he's next to the fun house. Mm-hmm. And then he looks in front of the, fu- the fun house and he sees a man standing on the beach with his back to him, with long blonde hippie hair, his arms outstretched, just staring forward. Mm-hmm. He does not see the front of this man. Mm-hmm. We see the front of this man. And it is the Jeremiah dude with eleven eleven carved into his forehead. Whoa. What Jason does see, though, is that there is blood dripping from the man's fingers. Mm-hmm. Cut to back to Lou, where a frisbee guy, like a guy playing frisbee, throws a frisbee. It goes wonky and lands on the towel in front of M and Lou. The towel has big giant dots on it that are the same size as a frisbee. Mm -hmm. And the frisbee lands exactly on a blue dot. Mm -hmm. Lou seems freaked out by it. M is like, oh, my God, that was fucking weird. And then she hands the Frisbee back to the Frisbee guy. That's when Lou realizes where the fuck is Jason. Mm -hmm. So she totally flips out, like losing her mind. And she's like screaming for him. And everyone's like, I'm sure he's like around here somewhere. And she's losing her mind. Then she sees him runs toward him and she's like don't ever do that again don't ever leave me like you need to tell someone when you're going like freaking out M breaks the tension by saying well I think it's vodka o'clock <laughs> yeah and I was like it is girl but Lou is she's losing her mind so Gabe is like I I, I think we're gonna go right so now we're home and it's nighttime it's like 11 o'clock 
So that's still nighttime to me. Nighttime. Not night, yeah. nighttime. And Lou is just standing, looking out the window. Gabe is in the living room watching the baseball game. And Lou says, I'm going to go say goodnight to the kids. But she's still clearly very shaken up. And as she's walking back towards their bedrooms, we hear the sports announcer on the TV say, and the game is all tied up at 11-11. And she just kind of like gives a look. Mm. But she goes back to say goodnight to the kids. And she's like, Zora, put your phone away. And so Zora like puts it away, but then puts the covers over her head. And we see the light of her phone Mm -hmm. come back on because she's a shitty teenager. And then she goes into Jason's room, sits down on the bed, and she's like, masks off. So he hands her hands. He hands her his mask. And he says, you were afraid I was dead. Mm. And she's like, just stick with me. Stick with me and I'll keep you safe. At that point, she looks at the clock. What time do you think it is? 11-11. Yeah. It's my favorite time, but this is making it creepy. It's going to continue to do so. So Jordan Peele ruins 11-11 for me. I'm going to be very upset. He might have. So I uh, just decided to name my production company 11-11 Productions. Oh, really? So we're gonna, not well, like in this moment, but right, like right. two days ago, Sleep Kim. Well, Sleep Kim may want to revisit nope. it after this movie. Sorry. Okay. Don't care. So she then gets up and she puts, she goes over to his dresser to like put his mask into one of the drawers of the dresser to be like, it's night, night time. And she sees that Jason's done a drawing. And it's a drawing of the man that he saw on the beach, mm-hmm. the back of him with blood dripping from his fingers. And Lou says, what is this? And Jason's like, I don't, I don't know. It's just some guy. Cut to Gabe and Lou in their bedroom. Gabe is just happy go lucky. And he's like, we should go fishing. Like, let's go fishing tomorrow. And Lou is just like staring out the window again. Gabe gets on the bed and he like lays down like dick first (laughs) (laughs) and he's like trying to smash and Lou is looking out the window and he's just like eyeing his own dick and balls like yeah yeah (laughs) and she says to herself I want to leave and he's like what we just got here and she's like I don't feel like myself I don't feel good this is I don't feel right I want to go This is when she tells Gabe the story of what happened to her on the boardwalk. This time in the flashback, as she's telling the story, we see that the little girl that she was back to back with turns around and has this terrifying, menacing smile. Hmm. Lou then says, and I ran, but I feel like she's still coming for me. And she's like, there are all these coincidences that keep happening. (laughs) Stop it. And I feel like it means she's getting closer. (laughs) So angry about this. I know. I know. And so Gabe is like, so you saw a chick in the hall of mirrors that looked exactly like you? And she's like, it wasn't my reflection. And he's like, oh, okay, all right. Like, uh, he's not being a dick, but understandably, yeah, yeah. he's like, you were a kid who had just, like, gotten lost. Right. And, like, we're in a scary situation. Like, I hear you, but what's more likely? What's more probable? Right. Um. So they're talking when all of a sudden, lights out! <laughs> and Gabe's like, God 
damn it. I should have gotten that backup generator. Josh has a backup generator. God, Josh has everything. So the kids then come out of their their bedroom and they're like, what's going on? And he's like, just the lights went out. No big deal. Jason then gets up and looks out the window and he goes, there's a family in our driveway. Oh, God. Lou is freaking out and Gabe is chill. And he's like, that's weird. And everyone's like freaked out. And he's like, what are you scared of a family for? So he goes outside. Lou calls 911 ASAP. <laughs> like she's like, nine, she's one, like, I one, zero. Yeah. Get here. And so Gabe goes outside and he's very polite asking like, what do you, what can I help you with? No response. Standing perfectly still. And it's a man, a woman, and two children. But and they don't look like we can't we can't see we them. Can't see them. Okay. Because it's like they're they're like backlit. Uh, so we just okay, see okay, their okay. silhouette and we just see them standing there holding hands. Ew. And Lou back inside is just terrified, as if someone is like currently murdering her family. Right. And she says, Zora, put your shoes on. And Zora's like, okay. So she goes and puts her shoes on. Gabe comes back in and Lou says, the cops are 14 minutes away. 14 minutes. That's what Gabe says. He's like, what the fuck? So 14 minutes away. No, I forgot we play this game. Yeah. I don't want to. You. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. You got to play. All right. So 14 minutes away. The family doesn't respond. They're also not leaving. What does Gabe do? And what do you do? You're Gabe. You're not Lou. Gabe decides that they should go on the boat. Okay. I think. I don't know why. That's the first thing that came to me. Okay. I just like lock all the doors and like bombard ourselves like inside the house until the cops get there. You get a half a point. Gabe tells Jason to go get him something, a bat. Mm-hmm. And he decides to go back outside this time. Mm-hmm. You'll find out later why you get a half a point. I can't tell right, you fine. why later. Okay. He goes out and he's much less polite this time. He does what is referred to as code switching, where he's sort of... Have you ever heard of what code switching is? No. It's a lot of times where like somebody grows up in a specific culture or environment and there's a way of communicating within that culture mm-hmm. but then outside of that culture you communicate in a different way right so like barack obama right would code switch a lot so mm-hmm. it would be like there's that meme where it's like he's shaking hands shaking hands shaking hands and then he comes to someone and he just knows to like fist, fist bump, bump that kind of mm-hmm. thing so interesting i never heard that term yeah, it's called before. A co- yeah it's called code switching and so gabe does a little bit of code switching at this point because he's a he's a big dude Mm -hmm. so he came out sort of like what can i help you with and this Mm -hmm. time he's like get the fuck Fuck off my property so they still don't say anything but the boy scampers off on all fours on all fours yep ew wearing a mask stop it that we can't really see because again we can't get a good look at them i'm upset 
than the girl doing nothing oh, more scary than doing something it's like the for most sure. like just standing and literally not moving is like for sure more terrifying. like i'm like yo someone is standing in front of me doing nothing i'd rather them just stab me over right. and over again <laughs> <laughs> and then running away on all fours <laughs> yeah like i'm terrified so little boy runs away on all fours little girl runs on uh, bipeds bi- bipedally i'm on sorry two legs. what <laughs> on two legs not four go away get out of here but like but like really fast like okay like run uncomfortably fast yeah so She's now a track star yes <laughs> so now gabe goes back in the house and he's like this is weird i don't uh-huh. i don't like this and they hear banging on the sides of the house and they see no. outside the window someone quickly scamper up a tree. No. And then oh, they hear fuck, some I hate this so much. banging on other sides of the house. And then we hear a whistle. <gasps> no. Someone whistling. No. And a shadow <sighs> walking towards the house with scissors. Uh-huh. The shadow bends down and picks up a rock. They then hear something jingling in the door, and Gabe says, a fucking hide-a-key. There was a hide-a-key under the rock. Mm. And he goes, this is some fucking white-ass shit. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yeah, like, we had a -a hide-a-key, and ours was, like, really obvious. It was in, like, a little ceramic rabbit. Like, I'm like, somebody could have just seen that and known that it was high anyway no hide keys everybody survival tip number 412 <laughs> no, no hide keys <laughs> so the door is opening gabe is armed with his bat and right as the door opens he like leans up against it to try to to keep them from uh-huh, from coming uh-huh. in but the person on the other side of the door manages to get the bat out of gabe's hand and because like He's holding the bat, mm-hmm. but he's also pushed up against the door. Oh, okay, so, so the, it's not fully closed. He doesn't get it fully closed. He doesn't closed. get it fully closed. Right, no. right, I got it. So the hand reaches through, got is it. able to grab the bat, and whacks him hard as fuck in the knees. Yeah. And Gabe falls to the ground. Then we hear glass break behind us. The kids have come in, too. I don't like home invasion movies. Oh, girl. You should probably just I'm tap scared. out now. I'm scared. This is because just I feel the stuck. most. I you feel are. stuck. I feel scared. I don't know where to go. You are real stuck. And it's 1111. 1111 is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so now who comes in but Gabe too? It is someone who looks just the fuck like Gabe. So I don't understand how Gabe was like, how close was he when he was outside talking to them before? A driveway away. Okay, so he stayed pretty. So he couldn't see them either, because right. that's what I was confused about. Because no. obviously, I've seen like some previews and shit. So no. it's like he couldn't see them. He he couldn't get a good look at them. Right, right, right. And of course, even if you see someone that looks kind of like you, you're not going to assume that they're like a your twin. Yeah. yeah. So then Gabe too comes in and drags Gabe through the broken la- uh, glass with his mm. fucked up leg. Lou 2, uh, I'm sorry, Lupita 2 yeah, yeah, has yeah, now no, come into the house yep. and is looking around the house very robotically. Like she moves like a very fast moving robot. 
She yeah. doesn't really move her hands because they're always holding scissors in front of her. Yeah. So now Lou, Gabe, Zora, and Jason are all on the couch. And there is a twin family standing in front of them between them and the fireplace. Mm-hmm. The little masked boy who's mm-hmm. wearing kind of like a form-fitting burps map. What? Yep. It's kind of like if a burps map and a ski mask had a baby. Ew. That's what he's wearing. Oh, I can't wait to see that. And he's form-fitting on... Form-fitting burps <laughs> Yeah. Just like ski burps like, map? Yeah, like a ski burps map. Winter aspen burps map? Uh, yep. And he's still on all fours. He only moves on all fours. I don't like that. Yeah. That's... That's... I don't Unsettling? like that. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, a uh, little mask boy who we're going to call Fire Boy from this point forward. Okay. Lights a fire with a match. Oh, so he could do the thing. Yeah. And Gabe says to them, who are you people? And Jason says, it's us. Lupita <laughs> is sitting down oh, in the chair. Okay. And she's clearly the master of ceremonies here the other three are definitely at her you mean lou too lou too uh red we're gonna call her red from this point forward since now we're so we have lou and we have red okay okay red is now sitting in a chair clearly the master of ceremonies that the other three gabe two zora two Fireboy, all kind of listen to her and wait for her mm-hmm. she sits there and she opens her mouth and she says, Once upon a time, there was a girl. <laughs> and the girl had a shadow. The two were connected, tethered together. That was the impression okay. I'd been working on. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm so upset. Okay. I went up to so many people at work this week and just whispered in their ear in that voice and made them scream. And it made me so happy. So I will do that voice as much as I can, but it's very difficult to do. Good <laughs> so job. She's, Good job. Thank you. Thank you. So she's telling a story and she says, while the girl was eating warm food, her shadow was eating raw rabbit. While the girl was getting soft toys, squishy and plush, the, girl, the shadow was getting sharp toys that cut her fingers. Mm. No presents on Christmas for the shadow. When the girl met her Prince Charming, the shadow met Abraham, who was tethered to the girl's prince. Mm-hmm. So we now know that Gabe too is named Abraham. Abraham. When the girl gave birth, they had to cut her children out. The shadow had to do it herself. Ah! The shadow gave birth to a monster born laughing. And the camera goes to Zora too. Ew. She then gave birth to a boy who loved fire. She realized she was being tested by God. So okay. fucking scary. So the whole time she's telling this story in that voice. Yeah. Gabe <laughs> then interjects and says, you can have the boat. <laughs> 
<laughs> and Zora says, no one wants the boat, Dad. <laughs> I love Jordan Peele so I much. I love him so much. And Gabe then says, listen, take me to an ATM and... <laughs> Wait, who said that? Abraham. Okay. That's all he can do. Wait, he so said Gabe take is, me to an ATM? No, no, Gabe, Gabe is talking. Said, okay, and then, and then Abraham interrupted. Okay. Yeah. So then everyone's terrified. I'm so upset. I don't... <sighs> Abraham then walks over to Gabe. <sighs> okay. Gabe pushes his glasses up. Like, you know, Gabe wears glasses and he mm-hmm. pushes them up. Mm-hmm. Abe then pushes at his own face. But it there's no glasses that. there. Okay. So Gabe then says, who are you? And Red says, we're Americans. We are Americans? That's what she says. Okay. That's what she says. Okay. Then she says to Lupita, tether yourself to the table. And she hands Fireboy a pair of shackles. Mm -hmm. Fireboy hops up onto the coffee table and holds the shackles out to Lupita. Mm -hmm. uh, Red can control them just by making hand gestures and sounds. Mm -hmm. So to like get Fireboy to jump up on the table and hand her the tethers, she just goes and he goes. I'm so upset. Yeah. Now Abraham then walks over to Gabe and takes his glasses and puts them on his face and then grabs him by his hurt leg and drags him out of the house. Uh Uh-oh. Lou then looks to Zora and says, Run. Monster Girl, who is Zora too, right. happily runs after her. Uh-oh. Fireboy then jumps up on the coffee table again and extends his hand to Jason. And Red says, go play. Mm-hmm. Lupita looks at Jason and says, show him one of your tricks. And so they walk off hand in hand mm. as Lupita smiles, the cr- red smiles, the creepiest fucking smile you've ever seen and says, go play, boys. Don't burn the house down. I'm so upset. <laughs> I can't wait for you to hear the voice so that you can hear how fucking good I am at it. So... Where does Jason take him and where would you take uh, Fireboy? He somehow gets him to go in the closet okay. and locks him in there. And what is... Uh, and that's what I do too. Okay. Hand Correct. in hand. Hand in hand. Mask and mask. So, leads Fireboy into the closet... They both go in and, J- and Jason props open the door like right, before. Right. Fireboy then lights a match and Fireboy puts Jason's mask on Jason. So Jason like had it pulled up over right. his head. He pulls Jason's mask down. So now they're both masked. Mm-hmm. Jason then realizes that Fireboy is kind of mirroring his movements mm-hmm. a little bit. So when Jason lifts his mask again, Fireboy also lifts his mask and we see that his face is severely burned to oblivion, Aww. but he smiles 
Jason then distracts him somehow. Like the little fire boy is like really wanting his little trick thing mm-hmm, to work. Mm-hmm. And he's like getting frustrated that it's not working. And Jason is like, keeps trying to get it work. And then at some point he kind of like, he kind of like throws it sort of, or just kind of like distracts right. fire boy, runs out of the closet, kicks the kicks stopper the out. Right. Trapped. Nice work, Jason and Kim, both of you. Right. Very nice. Thank you. So now we're outside with the Zoras. With mm-hmm. Zora and Monster Zora. Zora is booking it down the street. Monster Zora is smiling and just cracks all of her bones oh, in her neck and arms. Nope. And they're running, running, running. Zora then comes to a car. And they're now kind of hiding on either side of the car. That thing where like two people are on either side of the table and they're just like, uh-huh, yeah. you know, going around like it. an empty car, like a parked empty, empty car. A parked okay. empty car, okay. yeah. And she, Zora is just like clocking her on the other side of the car as Monster Zora is just staring at her. And they're staring at each other through the two uh, front windows uh-huh. when all of a sudden Monster Zora ducks down. Oh, fuck. Gone. So Zora carefully looks under the car. No one's there. But then she hears a looks up. Monster Zora is standing on top of the car with scissors smiling at her. No. Just as Zora is about to get fucked up, a neighbor comes out and says, hey, get off my car. Monster Zora is distracted turns to the neighbor smiling which gives Zora a chance to run and we see in the background as Zora's running away monster Zora stabbing the fuck (gasps) out of the neighbor in the background so now we're back with Lou and Red Lou is tethered herself to the table and Red is pushing her head into the glass coffee table just slowly pushing it until the glass cracks under her face so we just see like the glass you know cracking Mm -hmm. splintering Mm -hmm. and red says we've been waiting so long for the untethering we want to take our time so now cut to we're on a boat, motherfucker, on a boat. <laughs> and we're with Abe and Gabe. Okay. Gabe is in a black body bag. Oh, shit. And we only know it's Gabe because he's managed to get a teeny tiny little hole ripped in it. And he's trying to tear the hole a little bit bigger mm-hmm. when the engine dies. <laughs> so Abe, thank God for that engine dying. Just gotta hit it. <laughs> yeah. Just gotta hit it. So Abe goes over to it and starts hitting it. Abe then hears an animalistic call from the shore and he stands up and answers with at that moment Gabe rips open the bag and hits Abe with the bat he falls out Abe falls out but his leg is caught in a a piece of rope that's still connected to the boat just then the engine starts Gabe loses his footing and he too falls into the water. (laughs) God damn it, Gabe! (laughs) So now the boat is going around the lake and it's dragging unconscious Gabe through the water as unconscious unconscious Abe Abe as Gabe (laughs) 
is treading water. Okay. But there's no sign of Abe. Like, he's not, like, struggling at the surface. Like, it looks like he's fucking dead being dragged around a lake by his legs. Uh-huh. Now we're back inside. Lou and Red hear a scream. It's Fireboy from the closet because he's locked in it. And Lou says, that's yours. So Red leaves to go find him. Red goes to the closet and she lets Fireboy out and he scampers away on all fours. We now come back to Lou, who is trying to untether herself from the table. Mm -hmm. Now, this will be important later. The handcuffs are much more like shackles because you know how handcuffs have a very short chain. These have kind of a longish chain between them. So it's just her hands. Yes, that are tethered to like a a piece of rod in the table. So it's to a coffee table? To a coffee table. Okay. Yeah. Red is now we see her looking around the house, you know, robotically just kind of examining the house. And she goes down to the basement. She finds that same bunny. Mm -hmm. And she picks it up and then she takes her scissors and she snip snips the head off the bunny. Now we're back on the lake with Gabe. He's swimming away trying to like get to shore and the boat is just still going around the lake. And it goes in a circle because we remember, I didn't say this because it's not super important, but like the boat drifts to the left. If you're not steering it, Mm -hmm, it drifts mm -hmm. to the left. So the boat is literally just going in a circle. Mm -hmm. There's no sign of Abe being alive. Back to Lou. Lou is now trying to reach a fire poker with her foot. Mm -hmm. Back on the lake, the engine dies again. So now it's stopped moving. Gabe is still treading water. Still no sign of Abe. So he's like, he must have drowned. So Gabe starts trying to climb onto the back of the boat. Nope. Here comes Abe. Abe comes up behind him. So now if you can picture... Gabe is trying to climb into the boat where the engine is, Mm -hmm. where those stairs are. Uh Abe is holding him and trying to stab him. Okay, but he's like behind him, like holding on to him. So Gabe then takes his own head and he smashes it forward, which means that Abe then smashes his own head forward and falls back into the water. Very smart. Yeah. So now we're at the house. Zora has now made it back. She was able to run back to the house since uh, Monster Zora was busy murdering mm-hmm. neighbors. Murder busy. <laughs> so Jason and Lou, Zora, Jason and Lou get out of the house now because what Lou managed to do was kind of take the poker and kind of use it as a lever to break the wooden rod that was holding her in. So she's still shackled, but she broke the thing that was holding her. was connecting her to the thing. Yeah. And so they leave the house and they hear the boat horn. They hear crawl daddy boat horn. So they head down to the dock. They get into the boat. And just as they're pulling away from the dock, they see fire boy red and monster Zora just watching them from the dock. They speed off just in time. As they're just, the other three are just watching them. Mm -hmm. Now, cut to new scene. We're at Em and Josh's house. So we're with Elizabeth Moss and Josh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're at a house where, if you can picture, there's one side of the house is all windows. Mm -hmm. Okay? Kind of like the house in Revenge. Right. Yeah. 
and there is a balcony looking over the first floor living room. So like if you go up the stairs, you can look down over the living room and that's where all the bedrooms are. Okay. So M comes out onto the balcony and she looks down at Josh, who's just sitting in a in a chair drinking a scotch alone with his feet up listening to music. And M is like, "I heard a noise. Can you go check out back?" And he says, "I'm busy." He's not. Mm-hmm. At this point, Eric goes, this is like Todd and Margot from Christmas Vacation. <laughs> so <laughs> I know Todd. <laughs> okay, Margot. Okay, Margot. Let's go. So then M is finally like, you fucking piece of shit. Can you just go fucking look? And he's like, fine. So he gets up and he says, Ophelia, lights up. Ophelia is their Alexa. Yeah. And he's like, there's nothing outside. And they're both like, you're annoying you're the worst nothing's outside to each other yeah (laughs) and so then josh is like ophelia turn on beach boys which i was like this is my own personal nightmare (laughs) i hate the beach boy you know that that's one of the ways that eric and i realized we were meant to be because we both hate the beach boys oh desperately (laughs) and we'd never met someone else who hated the beach boys as much as we each hated it together it was meant to be lovely so their uh good vibrations is blaring Mm. You're giving me good vibrations. <laughs> At this point, the twins come out of their bedroom and they're looking down uh, from the balcony and they're like, what's going on in unison? And M goes, nothing. Go back to sleep. And one of the, the twins say together, just because we're in our room doesn't mean we're sleeping. And M goes, Okay, fine. Just go back to your room. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) At that point, third twin. All of a sudden, there's a third twin, a fourth twin, (gasps) M2, Josh 2, stab, 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 stab everybody. Oh, my God. The twins are getting stabbed by twins. M is getting stabbed by M. And Josh is getting stabbed by Josh. Shit. They're all dead. That's it. Oh, my God. They're done. What? Wow. Okay. Except for M, who is crawling towards Josh too, sputtering, like can't even talk because there's just blood pouring out of her mouth and wounds and everything. And she's just crawling towards him. And she reaches out her hand in desperation. And Josh too puts his hand out towards her. And as she goes to grab for it, fake out. <laughs> He would. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, fuck. So with her last breath, she says, Ophelia, call call the police. And Ophelia says, playing, fuck the police. And so now, fuck the police is blaring. And at that point, that's it for M. Because Josh, too, is stabbity, stab, stab, stab. And now she's dead as fuck 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 the police is just blaring through the house it's funny oh fuck did you skip something i did we're gonna cut this and you're gonna get two points oh okay so as m is crawling towards josh and he's now faked her out what does m think to do and what do you do I am going to. (laughs) Who 
Maybe you should just say it. Ketrin messed up. <laughs> I already explained this part. I get two free bonus points. You get two free bonus points. Uh, it's pretty smart I'm though, right? Gonna, yeah, I would have never guessed it, to be honest. Um, Don't tell me that. I wouldn't have. <laughs> We're just going to leave all of this I'm going to have Alexa <laughs> slash Ophelia call the police. Great. And so is she. Hand in hand, we do it together. You. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Happy birthday. Merry Christmas. Happy Arbor Day to you. <laughs> also, I mean, I'm sure I lost because of the 47 dead or alive, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. So she's dead. Fuck the police is blaring. And now we cut to Lupita, who is banging on their door. Oh, shit. God damn it. Because remember, Josh had a generator. Right. So that's where they would go. Here comes Josh to the door. But no. we know. Fuck. God damn it. It's Josh too. Right. Right. Josh Shadow too Josh. comes. Shadow Josh. Josh too comes to the door and Lupia sees behind. Lupia? Lupita sees behind him all of the dead bodies. Oh, no. Oh, no. Realizes what is happening oh. and hits him in the head with her poker. Oh, good job. Stabs him right in the fucking head. Good job. He doesn't care. No, no. Why? He just smiles. No, he doesn't. And he pulls it out of his head. No, he does not. Oh, yes, he does. No. At this point, the twins come to the door and they just pull her in. And it sort of looked like a cartoon pull in. You know how like in cartoons, they like take a cane and like pull someone off stage. (laughs) It kind of looked like that, except it was two terrifying twins doing it. So the twins pull Lou inside and they shut the door behind her. (laughs) Now, Gabe... Zora and Jason are still way behind Lupita because the problem is Gabe can't walk still. Oh, right. So Lou had run ahead for help. Right. Jason and Zora are propping up their dad because he like can't walk at all. Got it. So the three of them now come up to the house and they hear screaming. So they walk up to the house. Now here comes Josh too out the door. And I can't wait for you to see the physicality. He's like part sort of ape, part douche. And like, it's a scare. It's like, so like, for instance, the scary douche move of like fake out. It's yeah. like the shadow of Josh uh-huh. is like the douche shadow of Josh. Because Josh is kind of a douche. So like a lot of times he'll just be like, this doesn't translate on a podcast. See if you can describe what I'm doing. So if he's okay. like, mup. Ah, like just Get kind of like this cartoon being I don't even yeah, like know I'm, like cartoon like exasperated yes, or like car- you know. so it's almost like all of his all of his movements are based on reality and exaggerated but okay. as if someone who's never seen reality before interesting so Josh too starts going after Gabe and the two kids are like we gotta go in and get mom so Zora and Jason go in and Zora thinks to grab a golf club, one of Josh's golf clubs that's right by the door. Fuck the police is still blaring. I love it. (laughs) Jason then picks up a giant heavy geode, like a decorative geode. Okay. And Zora looks at him and is like, what are you doing? And he's like, what? Like, (laughs) I I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) And uh, he then puts his mask down. Like he's like, it's go time. Right. He's so cute. They head upstairs where they hear the screaming. As they go upstairs, they see the dead twins on the floor Mm -hmm. at the top of the stairs. And in the background, 
we can see that a figure has cartwheeled across a dark doorway. Uh, Zora and Jason don't see it yet. It just kind of, we see it just kind of cartwheel across the doorway. Uh They come more upstairs and they're looking at the bodies when all of a sudden twin cartwheels at them and like kind of like comes at her. But Zora's too quick. She hits her square in the head and she falls over the balcony crashes into the glass coffee table oh shit one twin down then we see in the doorway behind zora as she's like i got her there's another figure behind her standing on its hands in a perfectly still handstand Mm -hmm. zora whips around as the twins sort of roundhouses towards her and just hits her right in the fucking head and Zora just hits her forever and ever and ever and ever. Zora's a fucking badass. Mm -hmm. Two twins down. So I have a question. When Lou stabbed Josh too Mm -hmm. through the head, Mm -hmm. it didn't do anything. No. So how is this doing anything to the twins then? There's a lot of unanswered questions and I'm very excited to dive down the rabbit hole with you. Okay. So they're not invincible, but for whatever reason, maybe the poker didn't go in deep enough or something like that. So like it wasn't enough to kill him, but they don't really react to pain the same way. Who knows? Okay. It's, it's unclear for sure. So Zora has, has uh, killed the second twin. Now we cut to M2. Mm-hmm. And M2 is in M1's bedroom mm-hmm. with Lupita shackled to the bed. Poor Lupita is shackled again. Okay. M2 is at M's vanity and she's putting on lip gloss, but she's putting on lip gloss kind of the same way that Josh 2 moves where it's like, you've maybe heard lip gloss being described to you, but Mm -hmm. you've never seen it. So it's Elizabeth Moss putting on this lip gloss and then just kind of like creepy smiling (laughs) and like, ah, this is what it feels like. Is this how you do it? Then she hears Lupita struggling behind her and turns around sees you know still handcuffed so now we're back with gabe and gabe is leading josh to towards the boats because we have crawdaddy boat that they you know they came to their house mm-hmm. via mm-hmm. the lake mm-hmm. but josh also has his boat remember he was talking about right. his right. boat so his boat is right next to josh's boat we then come back to m2 And she looks like she's going to stab Lupita in the face. Like she's holding Lupita's head and she's like holding the scissors there. But it's almost as if there's like an invisible force keeping her from stabbing her in the face. Mm -hmm. And she finally is like, I can't do it. She doesn't say anything. She just, I can't do it. And she takes the scissors to her own face (gasps) and just takes a slice out of her cheek. Oh, shit. Now, here's the one thing I will tell you that we found in the rabbit hole, because I think it's interesting. I didn't get why this happened, but there are fan theories that she couldn't do it because it reminded her too much of her leader, Red. Mm. And the place where she cuts her own face is where Elizabeth Moss said she got plastic surgery. Interesting. But we don't know. That's just a fan theory yeah, that we okay. found because it was confusing. Like I, everyone in the audience was kind of like, why couldn't she do it? Right, like, right. You know. So now we're back at the boat. Question number four. Where does Gabe go? 
And where do you go? I was confused about when you said, so him and Josh Chu are going towards the boats. Gabe is like kind of leading Josh. Like he's like, come on, motherfucker. Like kind of leading him towards the boat. Like come and get me kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Where does Gabe go? Gabe goes to Josh's boat. Okay. And gets the flare gun. Mm -hmm. And shoots it. Okay. (laughs) And what do you do? Um, shoots one flare at Josh too. Okay, and one flare to get help, <laughs> and that's what you do. And I do the same, hand in hand. A lot of hand in hands for me this time. Ooh, yep, that's exactly what he does. Wow, because we remembered. Am I in Jordan Peele's brain? Yeah, we remembered that. Gabe forgot the flare gun and Josh made fun of him. Oh, for I it. know. Oh, I remembered that. Yeah. So Gabe crawls into I uh, that. So like Gabe's boat, the crawl daddy is like a little speed boat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Josh's boat is, is a is a bigger is bigger and but not it's not like a yacht. Okay. But it like definitely has like kind of a little crawl space that you can get undercover from. Like there's a little cubby. Yeah, like it's a little cubby that a person could fit under that you would, it's probably used for storage. Okay. But. Interesting. Yeah. And so Gabe crawls into this space with his back up against the wall mm-hmm. and he's holding the flare gun mm-hmm. and Josh hops into the boat and is kind of doing like uh, pretend indicating arms of, well, where did he go? <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't find him anywhere. <laughs> And then we see him call to someone on shore. <laughs> so fucking scary. And then all of a sudden, Josh goes, I have an idea. <laughs> These are all gestures, everybody. He doesn't say anything. And he ducks down and he sees that Gabe is in the crawl space. Gabe fires and misses. It hits the wall. No, Gabe! And so now Josh, too. Get it together, Gabe. Gabe. Get it together, Gabe! <laughs> And so now Josh, too, and Gabe are just, like, staring at the flare that's just lit on the ground. Like, it's just <laughs> lit. And Josh, too, is kind of like, Whoa? and Gabe's like, fuck. So Gabe's like, all right, well, here we go. And so now we just see and hear the two men wrestling uh-huh. and the boat jostling. Up at the house, we see that M2 is watching this wrestling match okay. on the boat. And we just see her silently scream to cry to laugh all silently (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so creepy (laughs) (laughs) so that's what she does now as m2 is standing at the window looking out of it we see zora come up behind her Golf club drawn. Yes, bitch. And we're like, yes, queen, about to bash some fucking heads in. But then M2 sees the reflection and turns around real quick with a smile and just grabs the club. And she wrestles Zora to the bed and she's on top of her and she's got the scissors and she's holding them right to Zora's face, smiling at Lupita. Like, look what I'm going to do to your daughter. But don't you worry, 
because little Jason comes in. Geo to the head. Geo. Bashes her in the head. Geo storm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if you don't listen to How Did This Get Made, please do. (laughs) Thank you, Jason Manzukis and Paul Shear and June Diane. Bashes her in the head. Fucking Jason to the rescue. These kids are for reals. I hope if I have kids, I have little badass bitches like these kids. I mean, they're still going to be shitty, but hopefully if we're all being killed, <laughs> they'll, you know, come through in a pinch. step up. Yeah. So here comes Gabe back up to the house. No Josh. He's clearly bested him. He's exhausted. And he says to the family, because now they've killed the two twins. They've geoded M in the head. She's mm-hmm, dead. Mm-hmm. And we can now surmise that Gabe won the battle with Josh, too. Okay. Okay. Oof. So they're all now in the living room. Someone has broken Lupita out of the shackles, but she's still shackled. So same kind of thing where they probably like broke the bed and got her out of it, but she's still shackled. And Gabe says to the family, boats are done for me, man. (laughs) (laughs) And all right, boats are done for me. So now they're all sitting in the living room and they're sitting around all the dead bodies and Gabe is on the phone calling 911. But he can't believe that it's... What, busy? Is it busy. busy? It's busy. Busy. Fucking been there, Gabe. You're right. It's been there, bro. busy. Now, here's my question. We know we can uh, surmise that it's busy because there's fucking doppelgangers everywhere, potentially. What if oh. that's why you couldn't get through at Taco Bell night <laughs> that everybody else was being terrorized by doppelgangers and now the people that you're living amongst are the doppelgangers no you don't know you don't know no all right so the line is busy but they're like they're holed up in the house with a generator power and they're trying to like figure out what to do poor little Jason is like that was too many twins man yeah there's a lot of twins there's a lot of twins and zora says how many of everyone is there and that's when they realize we should watch the news so they turn on the news and it's just doppelgangers terrorizing (gasps) all of santa cruz and the news reporters are saying like they don't know what's you know the people of Santa Cruz don't know what's happening. Many say that the people are coming from the sewers and they're terrorizing everyone. They're wearing all red and carrying scissors and they appear to be doing some sort of demonstration because now we see that they're all holding hands in a line like lined hands up across America, like hands across America. So all of the doppelgangers have been wearing just those red robes. Yes. Yeah, so uh, red jumpsuits. It's like jumpsuits, red, red Michael jumpsuits. Myers. Okay. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. It, it's actually literally red Michael Myers. Like, it's the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I saw people at Monster Palooza wearing them. Yes, that's what they were. And it's funny because when we saw those people, I didn't want to make a big deal about knowing I exactly. I knew it was from us. Yeah. But like, but I, I, like I didn't want to like yeah. go into it. So I just kind of was like, great costumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're all lined up holding hands. Some are lined up holding hands. Some are still stabbing people. Like, it's just. And they all have scissors. Scissors. Gold scissors. So there's lots of rabbit holes to jump down for that as well. I, I mean, there's just so many <sighs> holes, just holes everywhere. So I'm just <laughs> tripping so and falling and falling. Sort of fall, you're just falling in all kinds of holes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. All right. But so it's only 
in Santa Cruz or uh, it's like unclear? That okay. We're just watching the Santa Cruz news. So like it's unclear. Yeah. But as the news feed is happening, we see a man approaching the cameraman mm-hmm. that we're watching and the newscaster in the studio is like, uh, if you have small children, uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but I suggest that you turn them away. And the feet is dead because the man that came up clearly like stabbed the cameraman. Mm. So now our family is like, fuck. I mean, fuckity fuck. fuck fuckity fuck. fuck. Like, fuck fuck. All the fucks. I thought it was just us. Yerp, it's everyone. Nerp. It's That's all of the all of us. more challenging. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. We have a real task ahead of us. It is clear. It's more challenging. So. Okay. Lupita says. Okay, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm with you. Are okay. you? I don't know. Okay. I don't know if I'm ready. Are you a doppelganger? Am I'm, I a doppelganger? I don't know. Who are you am talking I? to? Are we? Am I a sewer person? Are or you am I me? me? Am, am I, I you? Me? You I. Hello. Me. me? Nice to you. Nice to meet you. I. <laughs> that will never not be funny. I want a poster of that. I love it so fucking much. The it's the funniest thing I've ever. Thing it's the funniest thing you've ever done. Read. Yeah. Um, okay. So Lupita. Uh, yes. Question. No. 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 Question okay. In the back. Just. Just. Um. Just. Just being on board. Great. Okay. I'm here. Great. May we. May we blast off. I guess. Okay. I'd rather not, but I guess. Well, we're heading to Mexico because Lupita says. <sighs> oh, okay. We gotta go to Mexico. Great idea. Gabe says, "Uh, uh-uh. we got to stay here. We have everything that we need right here." So Kim, do they know. stay? What I don't know. What? And do you stay? Uh, do we stay? Or do we go? Do I stay or do I <laughs> go? go? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say that they stay. Okay, I'm gonna. That's that's you're gonna go. Answer. I'm gonna give you a half a point, and you'll know okay. where you got the half point later. Okay. So Gabe wants to stay. Lupita wants to go. Lupita points out they think like us. They move like us. They know where we are. Mm-hmm. And Gabe says, "Okay, so let's set some home alone traps." Like, yeah, let's, let's, you know, booby trap this place. Does he actually say Home Alone traps? Yeah, because then Zora <laughs> turns to them and goes, what's Home Alone? No. No. Go away. Get out of here. You're too young. You, But also, you should watch Home Alone. Come it's on. very funny. It's good for kids, too. Yeah. All, all pretty pretty unrealistic, though. All, those burglars should have been dead. All. Many, many a dead. Generations. Yeah. That was the word I was looking for for five minutes. <laughs> What words were circling before you got to generation? Well, I was going to say all ages, but I was like, no, 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 ages, but the year, the age of the time that you were born, but the born when you were born at a certain time, but I'm born at a different time, and it's a generation. There you go. I love your brain. It's like my favorite. Okay. So um, they're arguing, and Lou finally says, you know what? Fuck off. We're doing it my way. Yeah, Go fuck yourself. And I'm like, way to go. So Gabe agrees. I gave you a half a point. I think you'll see later why I gave you a half a point because I, I I think an argument could be made for both, right? For sure. But I'm I'm truly unclear as to like how events Which would play would out. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but they definitely decide to go. Okay. So they head out to the car to Josh and M's, M's car. car. Right. When they get out there, Lou realizes, "Fuck, I don't have the keys." So Lou goes, "Yeah, 
how is that not the the first thing you try to do i mean i guess they've been a little distracted they've had some things going on i don't know but i agree it's like the first thing you look for is how do we get this machine to move (laughs) (laughs) i believe it requires some sort of key ignition button ophelia where are my keys (laughs) right why didn't they ask ophelia (laughs) but 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 the police (laughs) so lou goes back in to get them Uh when she goes in she notices something what she notices no. that there's no twin on the broken glass table. Oh, fuck me. Fuck you. Fuck it all. Where fuck, could fuck. the... Attack of the twin! <laughs> so they're wrestling, and they're wrestling on the ground, and the twin is just... Stop it. And Lou manages to wrestle the scissors away from her and stab, 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 stab forever. Thank God. So they were really good at the stabbing forever. Because remember, we were dealing with Art the Clown and we were like, why this bitch only stab once? You cannot stab once. You've got to stab forever. Like there's not a limited amount of stabs in one's life. You can stab forever. forever. Uh, So (sighs) Lou and Zora, all of them are stab forever kind of people. Good good job guys yeah Yeah. good job so survival guide stab forever yeah so she's killed the killed the twin the second time all right so twins real dead now so now she clicks the button to unlock the car like from inside the house Mm -hmm. like she's like let go and so but she's still handcuffed we have to remember she's always still handcuffed so she gets out to the car and she comes around to the driver's seat and zora is sitting in it Mm -hmm. and zora's like I'm driving. And she's like, you are absolutely not driving. And she's like, listen, you're handcuffed. Dad's leg is fucked up. Jason can't drive. I'm driving. And she's like, plus, I have the most kills. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Lupita. I'm sorry. Yeah. Excuse me, ma'am. And Lupita is like, no, you don't. She's like, yeah, I killed both twins. And Lupita goes, no, you didn't. You only killed one because I just killed the other one. And Jason's like, and Jason's like, well, I killed m and gabe's like well i killed myself and josh so i have the most kills get in the fucking car and they're all like arguing and it's so funny when all of a sudden they realize oh god what there's someone standing in front of the car no it's monster zora fuck you monster zora monster zora so zora says bitch you ran over here like a little like a little fucking monster zora bitch okay so zora now says to her mom mom get in the fucking car so lou gets in the back because they don't have time to like switch nah, around now. get it so now everybody's in the car kim what what does zora do and what do you do okay so the car is like in a driveway sure and we have to back out uh you could go either direction because i believe the car is parked it's actually more like the car is parked on the road and maybe parallel up against the curb. So like you could go one direction down the road or you could go the other direction down the road. Zora, Monster Zora is standing in front of your car. Okay. Um, I floor it and run her over 100%. Both okay. of us hand in hand. Yes. Clearly. Hello. Clearly. So Gabe, doubt. Gabe says to Zora, back up. And she's what? like, uh-uh. She doesn't. She's like, no, dad. So she fucking floors it. And she's coming right up on Zora and bam. Nope. Doesn't quite hit her. Monster Zora kind of runs over the car. Ew. I don't like her. Uh, Nor do I. So she spider monkeys over the car. 
And now they hear that she's on the roof. Oh, Jesus. And there's a sunroof. No. And she stabs the scissors into the sunroof. Oh, shit. And they're like, fuck. So what does Zora do? She slams on the brakes. brakes. Always the way to get someone off the roof. So now, <laughs> yeah, that's always the way. If you ever need to get someone off the roof, you just slam it's on the brakes. It's true, though. Yeah. They fly right off. So she flies off, but she still had her scissors in right, the moon roof. Right, so she's kind of hanging right. there in front of the windshield now. Okay. So now she pulls her scissors out of the moonroof and is now trying to stab no. into the windshield. Jesus okay? Christ. And uh, let's see. Tries to stab into the windshield. So Kim. What? What does Zora do? I don't And know. what do you do to sort of get her off the windshield or to sort of distract her? Okay. Because so she she's like is... the, the scissors are now in the windshield. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So the scissors are through the windshield. Yeah. And so she's kind of like laying on the hood. Kind of kind of perched on the hood and her scissors are in the windshield. Okay. Um and we're at a full stop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. So how how let's see. Maybe I could. All right. If you want someone to fly off the roof, you come to a full stop. But if you want someone to fly off the windshield. <laughs> <laughs> this is Driver's Turn Ed with Kim the Burns. the windshield wipers on. No, no, I'm, I'm joking. It's not going to do it. It's not yeah. going to do it enough. Okay. enough. Um, okay. I think that. Okay. Okay. I'm going to. Um, okay. What do I have? What do I have? Do I have anything? You have a car. Uh, I have a car. You have a, uh, let's see, what would you have? You have a golf club? Um, we, still, we still have like our, our weapons. Um, I know, I would assume you all have your weapons. All right. Well, the there's definitely still I... a poker involved. Okay. Wait, Lupita's, what? Lupita's poker. Fire poker. Right, right. Yeah, okay. She still has that? Mm-hmm. And I only know that from later. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to say... They're really good at because so many horror characters are like stab one time, leave my weapon behind forever. Right. Yeah, that's I'll why just, I just dispo- I just assume they yeah. have nothing because nope. they just disposable weapons. Things. Okay, then all I can think of using the car. So I think we're gonna again slam on the brakes, but like at a t- complete turn, like Ooh. turn the wheel all the way so she like slides off. Hopefully, okay. or it's like I want to like put something like at the scissors to push them out you okay, know what I mean okay. I get it. or hold on uh, fuck it. it's just, or grab the scissors so she can't pull them back out right 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 they're mine now <laughs> mine now <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah I'm gonna okay I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna floor it, floor it. And, and turn, turn. Stop me. Stop me. I hate you. Go away. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, so you're going to floor it. I'm going to floor it. Is that you or Zora? Turn that an angle. Sorry. I'm t- look, let me figure me out first. No, I thought that you had told me and I messed up. So I'm just. I haven't, t- I haven't decisively you haven't did anything. Did you okay. Yet. Okay. <laughs> just talking aloud. Okay. I'm going to floor it. Turned at a full angle, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna 
hold on to the scissors. So hopefully she just flies off. Okay. I guess we do the same because I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't. You know what? I don't fucking know anymore. Zero points. Fuck you. You had it. She turns the windshield wipers on. She does? What does that do? Well, as far as we know, like, they don't. Or they don't understand the world. Right. And like, I guess we don't know that for sure, but they've done enough weird things to be like, we just need to like get her to let go for a second. So she literally turns the windshield wipers on and you see that Monster Zora is like, what? And distracted. So then. Well, fuck, fuck you. I, I don't know that yet. Sorry. I'm not watching it. So then Zora floors it like, like going so fucking fast and slams on the brakes again. Nice. So then Monster Zora flies for like flies, I mean, like 50 feet Mm -hmm. into like trees Mm -hmm. because they're I would say like they're in a neighborhood. They're in a residential area, Mm -hmm. but it kind of reminds me of like my parents neighborhood and that it's clearly residential. But then there's pockets where it's like woodsy Mm -hmm. or whatever. Not not a ton of streetlights, that kind of thing. Right. So floors it. Monster Zora flies into the trees. Now, Lupita gets out of the car. What? And they're like, Mom! So she goes into where Zora flew into the trees Mm -hmm. and she finds her. Mm -hmm. And Zora, Monster Zora, is hanging upside down in the same position that the chick from Revenge was hanging on that branch where she's like suspended. Yeah. But she's still alive and she's laughing. And grasping at Lupita, but mm-hmm. like can't get to her. And Creepy. Lupita just kind of stands out of reach watching. And the the grabs get less strong and the laughing gets quieter until. And she's dead. Okay. Lupita then goes back to the car. So now they've switched places and it's daytime. Lupita is now driving. Okay. And they're in town, and they're driving through the town of Santa Cruz. It is dead silent, not a human around, because they're all fucking dead. Just in the streets, in their driveways, in their houses, just dead. So we're seeing, like, dead bodies. We're seeing dead bodies everywhere. And there's no people, like, live people in sight. They're all dead. And as they're driving to get out of town, they then find that their path is blocked by another car in the middle of the street, perpendicular to the way that the car should be facing, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's on fire. Mm -hmm. Then they hear a thump under the car, and they say, back up. Lou backs up, and out pops Fireboy. He was under the car. He stands in front of the car between their car and the car that's on fire. Mm -hmm. And his mask is on and he just starts snapping in rhythm to a song that's not playing. Mm -hmm. Lou then gets out with the poker and approaches him. And she puts her hand out and he lifts his mask and smiles and then looks around Lou and smiles at the family. At this point, Jason says, it's a trap. Mm. Get out. 
So the other three get out of the car and they see that there's a trail of oil <gasps> from Fireboy mm-hmm. to their car. Mm-hmm. And Fireboy has just lit a match. Mm-hmm. So now, Kim. Mm-hmm. What? You're Jason. I'm Jason. Okay. What do you do? Oh, I. I and what does I, Jason do? I like my trick thing. I like my trick thing and it finally works. And I like and I, he catches on fire. How? What do you mean? What? So he lights his, he Jason lights his trick thing and and lights the oil so it goes right to f- Fireboy. Got it. Okay. Is that Jason or you? Both. Oh, is there is there another thing? I'm Jason. Mhm. So describe again. So we're we have got out of the car. We have cars. There's oil coming from the car from our car to Fireboy. Fire uh-huh. Fireboy is standing between our car and his back is to the car that's on fire. Right. Okay. But we're outside of the car now. Mm-hmm. And I'm Jason. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm gonna do what I just said. Okay. And Jason is gonna. Move in a way that makes Fireboy move back into the car that's on fire. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> that is exactly what Jason does. Fuck yes. He opens up his arms so that they're outstretched and he just starts walking backwards slowly. And Fireboy starts walking backwards slowly. And he just walks silently and quietly and calmly into the fire and we just watch him stand there burning creepy af so we're like oh shit i get a point for mine uh no because we have yet to see the fire thing Mm. uh we one it it sparked one time but also jason is not close enough to the Okay. Trail of oil. Fine. But I'm really impressed that you got what Jason did. So now we're like, okay, shit, we're making some progress. Here we go. But then we see that Jason has backed up far enough that he's now behind his family's own car. Right. And he's standing next to a parked red car. Right. And as he's standing there, we see a figure pop up that had been camouflaged. It had been bent down and hunched over and was blending in with the red of the car. And it's no. red. Red hops up and she snatches him and runs off <gasps> with him. Shit. Now, Lupita is the only one that can go after him because Gabe can't walk. He's her fucked up. Yeah. And Zora has to like help him walk like he can't walk okay so Lupita runs the fuck after him she goes to the boardwalk and she sees the line of people all holding hands she comes to a portion of the line we Uh, are the world (laughs) that's what they're singing (laughs) yeah and we see that the line is originating from either side of the man that Jason saw in the beginning of the 1111 man. Uh-huh. And there he's still just standing there smiling, looking out into the distance and he's got people on either side of him and there are people the that like 1111 carved into, carved into, his, into face. his face. Yeah. And some people are going like out into the ocean, like the line goes out into the ocean. Oh. Like it's like 
okay going on for at no point can anyone ever see the end of the line okay they just encounter the line at different points okay if that makes sense so lupita goes into the fun house you mean red or lupita 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 uh, red is gone red somehow ran off with jason so fast that okay she so they're gone lupita was running and she's like sees this line of people because she's like i know i know we're red right okay him. and so she goes into the fun house she's got her poker still shackled and she goes into the fun house and she remembers that animatronic owl and right. it pops out and she fucking just <laughs> whacks it, it. <laughs> so now we're at a flashback again to her when right. she was a child yeah and being in that same playhouse and at that point we flash back to adult Lupita and she realizes where the door is because she kind of remembers the orientation of where she was standing and how the mirrors looked and what was behind her. Uh So she's able to find the opening and she pushes on the mirror and it opens into a door and out hops a little white rabbit (gasps) just hops away. So she heads down, down, downstairs into a boiler room comes to a large door that goes down 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 some more stairs there's another door she comes around a corner and there's a super tall escalator escalator that goes down 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 jesus down i didn't know there was an escalator down to hell (laughs) yeah there is a there's a it's called a hell escalator hell escalator (laughs) uh going down um, oh, well, we knew that there was an elevator, elevator. to hell, not an, an angel escalator. Heart. Yeah. And I actually typed elevator here, probably because I had angel heart in my head. A elevator. A elevator. Yeah. That works Mickey. better. Mickey baby. Mickey baby. Elevator works a lot better than wise than hellscalator. So she comes down the escalator mm-hmm. to this weird, sterile space that looks like it was once maybe where people wait for a train but it's like there's no track but it's just kind of like sterile beige tiled walls and like large sort of blocks in the center of it that people might sit on but it's all just like very nondescript and sterile but just Mm -hmm. a long tunnel Mm -hmm. so now we're back with Gabe and Zora. And Zora's helping Gabe walk. They approach an ambulance. They find an abandoned ambulance. So they're like, we need to get in here. Maybe there's some supplies. Mm-hmm. At this point, they see a portion of the line. And mm-hmm. Gabe looks around the corner of the ambulance and he's like, is this just some weird fucked up performance art? <laughs> and you just see Zora like roll her eyes at him and like shuffle him into the ambulance. <laughs> they're just so cute. I love it. So now we're back with Lou and in this tunnel, there's also like rooms off to the side Okay. and they're nondescript rooms that look like they're trying to be various things, but aren't. So it would be like this room vaguely looks like a classroom because there's some desks set up and a chalkboard. But then there's like off to this side, there's a room that has like some tables that look like picnic benches Mm, but like mm -hmm. what are they but like nothing is actually what it is it just looks like if we were doing like a a scene in a theater class and we just had to use various props yeah yeah Um, interesting and it's all very nondescript and sterile so she walks into one of the classroom type spaces 
with her poker drawn, still handcuffed, and she sees Red standing at a chalkboard with her facing the chalkboard with her back to Lupita. And Lupita says, where is he? And without turning around, Red says, your people took for granted. We are people too. And she tells us a story of where they originated. Hmm. The government cloned us. Oh. To try and control those people on the surface. Oh. It didn't work. They figured out how to clone the body, but not the soul. So these people are just sort of half people. Mm-hmm. And the experiment didn't work. They weren't quite able to control those on top. And so the experiment was abandoned. It mm-hmm. failed. But they just left all these half people down there. Mm. Well, they all went mad mm. and were reproducing themselves. Oh. But only based on who they were tethered to. Right. Interesting. And so now we see scenes in the flashback of the night that Lupita was a little girl walking down the boardwalk Mm -hmm. as Red is describing who these half people are and what happened. And we see that if if up top uh, Lupita's dad is playing whack-a-mole, his doppelganger is down in the hallway just hitting a wall. Mm -hmm. And if Lupita's dad turns and gives her a t-shirt Lupita's doppelganger dad does the same thing but not holding a t-shirt and with a really Uh, creepy scrunched face and then if we see people on a roller coaster up top Mm -hmm. we just see those people's doppelgangers standing and shaking and moving as the roller coaster moves If we see people eating French fries at a picnic table, Uh we see their doppelgangers ripping apart a rabbit and feeding it to each other. Yeah. (sighs) Meanwhile, there's rabbits everywhere. Everywhere. So we also see as little Lupita walks past uh, Jeremiah 1111 with Jeremiah 1111 on his uh, cardboard, we see her walk past Jeremiah 1111 who doesn't have any cardboard, so he just used his head to carve 1111 into Uh it. And we see Lupita and Red as babies, as little little kids. Sorry, did you look up what Jeremiah 1111 is? Yes, I did. I don't remember off the top of my head, so I'm going to save it for the postmortem. I actually was going to tell you, but I I don't want to fuck it up because it's too good to... I can't wait. Not... um, Paraphrase is the word I was right, looking for. Right, right. So we see uh, Lupita and Red as babies walking down the boardwalk. But then somehow the way that they're walking makes little Red realize that there's an escalator to go up to the surface. And that's how they come together. Mm. Another rabbit hole okay. for another time. I can't um, wait. Oh my god, so many rabbit holes. I'm I'm still in it. My doppelganger is still just falling down all kinds of rabbit holes. And it's gonna be a good postmortem. Oh yeah, it's gonna be good. So we see all of how this played out, and then Red says, "You could have taken me with you, but 
but you showed me my path. And we see Lupita dancing on stage up at the surface. And we see Red dancing down in the hallway. In the, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Red points out that the other clones could see that there was something different about her, about Red. Mm-hmm. Because her dance movements are very, they're not as like robotic. They look more purposeful. Right. And so there was something different about her that the clones were somehow able to kind of, because like they're only kind of half-brained, but they were able to yeah. see something. And so she says it took years to plan and we see all of the clones moving in unison, folding up their red robes and putting them down on bunk beds and all doing it in unison. And we see little baby Red just staring at a T-shirt that has Hands Across America on it, <laughs> just staring at it. And she says, I needed to not only kill you, but to make a statement. And so then she turns to Lupita and she's holding two little connected paper people and she tears them apart. Mm-hmm. At this point, Lou's had enough and she tries to attack Red, but Red is always one step ahead of her and it's effortless. So she's just always holding her scissors in front of her and can literally just dance out of the way mm. of Lupita's attacks. And it's exhausting Lupita, who's still handcuffed, and she's just taking these wild swings and is just never even close. Mm-hmm. Red is just always able to just very easily swipe out of the way. Red then runs off, and Lupita finds her, and the whole scene is still interspliced with Red dancing in the hallways and Lupita dancing up on the surface. And it becomes kind of a dance of Lupita trying to whack her with the poker and Red just dancing out of the way Mm -hmm. with this super creepy music. They then make it into a bunk bedroom, one of the bunk bedrooms. And Lupita is looking for Red hiding behind something. So she's standing there with her poker drawn, looking around, trying to see where she is, when all of a sudden, Red comes up behind her. Lou turns around and stabs her with the poker. Super impressive death scene for Lupita Nyong'o. I mean, I was like, did they kill Lupita? Is Lupita, like, is she dead? (laughs) Did they kill this actress for this movie? Because it was like, immediately blood is like spurting up into her mouth. And it was like her eyes were completely dead. And I mean, it was one of the most impressive death scenes I have ever fucking seen. So Red falls to the ground, sort of holding on to Lupita. Mm. So now they're both Red is kind of propped up sitting in front of a bunk bed mm-hmm. and just dead eyes. And Lupita is in front of her with the sort of poker still stabbed into her. Uh-huh. And Red with dead eyes just starts whistling. But as she's whistling, she's choking on the blood spurting up from her mouth. And it's super fucking creepy. At this point, what does Lupita do? And what do you do? And the poker is still stabbed into in her red okay but she's like not moving much she red she, she, yeah she's on the outs but okay. she's whistling oh but i like okay tauntingly I, oh ooh. so i want to kill her more <laughs> it, it's 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 
she's either trying to like garner sympathy or fuck with you. Yeah, right. Okay. So I'm going to, well, we could either, okay, I have, we could either take the poker and stab a thousand times like we've discussed, or I can utilize the things we've been talking about the entire fucking time. <laughs> I knew it would come in handy. <laughs> My shackles. These goddamn shackles. <laughs> I've been shackled so long. <laughs> uh, okay. So I'm going to say that we together, shackles and shackles. <laughs> shackles and shackles and shackles. <laughs> Choke red until she is de dead dead. <laughs> this strangulation took a long time. I don't know if you're aware of the how long it takes to actually strangle someone in real life like it's not like in movies where they're like right. dead like it takes minutes they did it like the whole time it was almost the, it was a long it was a long strangulation and and lupita gets an she get an oscar just for this death scene because she's literally like still kind of whistling also choking on blood dead eyes and sort of hit it trying to hit lupita away oh my god and lupita gets sick of Waiting. I wonder how they filmed all of this. I don't know. When you see it, you're going to be like, I, I, I continue to not know how they did this. It is so fucking seamless. It's unbelievable. So Lou gets tired of waiting and she uses the shackle to break her neck. Ugh. At this point, Lou is exhausted and she starts hysterically laughing. And it's just like, I just killed myself. What the fuck? And it was just laughing. She then. uh, Hello, me. I killed (laughs) you, says I. (laughs) See you later, you, me. (laughs) So she then grabs at a necklace that Red was wearing and there's keys on it. So she unlocks her shackles. Mm. Finally. Uh, Finally. At this point, she hears something in a locker that's behind her. Mm-hmm. It's Jason. Jason. She pulls Jason out and Jason is, he's like, ah! he's freaked because he's like, ah, are you my, uh, my right, mom? Right. Like, what the fuck? And she's like, no, it's me. It's me. And she's kind of like pulling her hair back from away from her face because like Lupita and Red had slightly different hair. So I think okay. she's trying to be like, it's it's me. It's mm-hmm. me. And she like puts her hand up. And he puts his hand into her hand and she's like, it's it's me. Mm-hmm. But he's fucking traumatized to all fuck. Rightfully sure. so. For sure. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So now Lou and Jason make it back up to the surface and they make it to the ambulance. And the fam is driving off. In the ambulance? In the ambulance. Okay. And it kind of reminds me of the end of Halloween where the three women are in the back of the car mm-hmm. and they're just like, exhausted and in shock Mm -hmm. it was that kind of vibe that i find really realistic because it's like you would just be drained of everything that Mm -hmm. makes you human yeah for sure so lou is driving jason's in the front seat holding a rabbit he took Mm -hmm. a rabbit with him and zora and gabe are in the back Mm -hmm. we now see another flashback as lou is driving to the doctor's office where her parents were talking about how she won't talk anymore. And then we see the fun house again. And we see little Lupita back up to, to Red. 
and we see Red turn around and smile at her. But this time, we see that Red reaches out and strangles Lupita. We then see that Red drags Lupita down, 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 down. Lupita wakes up, handcuffed to a bunk bed. Uh-huh. As she watches Red put on her Thriller t-shirt. No! And walk up to the surface. No! No! Oh my God! Yep. No! So now we're back in the ambulance. Lou slash Red looks over at Jason. Oh my God. Who's just staring at her. And he just pulls his mask down and looks forward. (sighs) The end. Oh, my God. As the credits are happening, we're hearing this other creepy song that I want to find the lyrics to. And we see that there's just a line of red that goes on across America. The end. No! So the whole reason that Red could talk and nobody else could, because she was born on Earth. Oh, my God. And the whole reason her voice was fucked up was from the trauma of strangulation. So how could, how could... uh, So many questions. Lupita speak then you know oh i guess she couldn't at first she couldn't at first she had to dance she learned fuck yeah Uh, i'm so so upset yeah i love and hate you jordan peele so much isn't it so fucking good god he's a fucking genius so this is one i know that you're like i watch movies for my job Mm. and like i don't have time to watch like movies that i am not watching for my job watch this one you gotta watch this one I would like honestly I would go see it for a third time because there's so many goddamn Easter eggs. I'm so upset. Yeah. And now I just want to watch Lupita's performance. Oh too. my fucking I mean this is unbelievable. Like she should get an I hope Oscar. She gets nominated for, this. for something. It was unbelievable. It'd be really nice if they finally start. I mean Acknow- they did I mean it kind of acknowledged for get, get out, out. Yeah. But not far enough. No, like yeah. you know. All right, do you want to see what points you got? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I feel like I actually did pretty good staying you alive wise. Did great. Who knows about dead or alive? But I mean, like you did great because, like, even the ones you got wrong, like you were still thinking the way that they were thinking. Like you did. Uh, this was really good. <sighs> and weren't there so many good choices? I can't. Hold on, I have to count points. Goodbye. Okay. Justin, can you believe it's almost time? Time for what? The 2019 live stream for the cure. This is our third year hosting this amazing event with every single cent going toward cancer research. The Cancer Research Institute funds research into immunotherapy to create a future immune to all forms of cancer. And this amazing nonprofit organization is rated over 92% by CharityNavigator.org and puts 88 cents of every dollar toward cancer research. Last year, thanks to an amazing team of collaborators, fans, supporters, and listeners, we raised over $5,000 in 30 hours on the air. And this year, with your help, we're going for our biggest goal yet. $200,000. 
tune in May 17th to the 19th on twitch.tv slash epicfilmguys for 40 hours of amazing content as we try to reach $7,500. For more information or to find out how you can become a part of the event, please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com. Together, we can make a difference. Okay, Burns. Yes. You ready? Yes. How many was the top option again? I'm not going to lie. Your dead or alive's fucked you. God fucking damn it! (laughs) Out of 16 dead or alive's, you got four. (laughs) (laughs) And I was really rooting for you because like every, it was like almost opposite every Every single time. time. And almost everyone is dead. The only people still alive are... Oh, is the family. Lupita, who we know to be Lupita the whole time, even though we learn later it's red. Jason, Gabe, and Zora. Everybody else is dead. Yeah. But in terms of the questions, you did really well. You got 16 out of 34. So, uh, you got, no, I'm sorry. You got 12 out of 18. So total was 16 out of 34. Garbage fucking dead or alive. That's yeah. not fair when half the points are dead or alive. I, I mean, you need but to come they up were, with more questions. But they were all... They were all important characters. I guess that's like they were. It was two two families families times two. Yeah. All right. So it was like what? Like I had to ask all of them. Yes. But that is that is rare. There's when else have we ever done a horror movie where there's like sixteen main characters? That's crazy. Um. So you got sixteen out of thirty-four. But how fucking good was that? It was really good. So I. So this will probably be our postmortem for. May. May, yeah. For uh, sure. So you still have time to sign up because I, I think what I might do, like I have a couple other movies that I want to postmortem, but I think most of my postmortem is going to be this because I'm just like, there's so much. There's so much. For anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, <laughs> if you join our Patreon, yeah. we do like a postmortem video every month where we like discuss the movies or and the things that came we up for us. Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever weird questions that we that come up throughout the thing and like go further into them and it's yeah. really fun yeah so you so, should join if you want yeah you should i think that's it let's go process <sighs> man that was real good i know i'm dude. glad we i'm glad we did it me too it was, I, and i'm happy to be the one to hear it yeah and, and i still want to go see it i just totally want to go yeah i totally want to go see it with you cool is there anything else that we do i don't know that no, was good I'm, the, I'm upset still i, I can't think <laughs> one of the episodes i think two weeks ago you had said like like you let me do us and you were like I guess I'll do Pet Cemetery, but like you knew that I wasn't going to want to see that one right. anyway so it wasn't really fair one that I actually really want to see that I was like I will give you is La, La Lorna yeah y- yeah La yeah. Yo La Lorna I'm yep. sorry what was it called La La Lorna <laughs> which is the director of Conjuring yeah three which my old roommate is oh yeah his assistant yeah that's so cool so i am gifting you that one if you would like it i'll take it thank you cool because it looks real good and i'll probably watch it after you tell it to me (laughs) (laughs) all right goodbye we love you all thank you for listening please write us a review and that really helps the Mm -hmm. algorithms and it helps people find us yeah or like share with your friends and shit yeah and Um, uh you can buy merch and you can sign up for patreon so you can see and hear other shit we talk about come hang with us on social media at kk sam podcast yep so let's be friends yeah this has been kim and kat stay alive maybe so until next week stay stay alive stay Ghosted me. I'm I'm done. done.
Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.